Good morning, good afternoon, good evening everyone. Wherever you may be listening from on the globe, on the planet, my name is Joshua. Welcome once again to a badge of honor. And um, I started a message last week that had to do with David and Goliath. And I'm, I'm continuing because I could not um, exhaust or conclude that message. So I will just do conclude it today um, with a part two. And I'll quickly go into to, um, the books. 1 Samuel 17, verse 48. I start from verse 48. And it came to pass, when the Philistine, Philistine ro- arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Now, if you notice the action that David took, he didn't retrogress. He progressed. He advanced forward. He didn't take some steps backwards. What fear will normally do to us in the time and the season of um, adversary, in the time and the season of a downtime, in the time and the season when the wind is boisterous, in the time when it seems as if God is no longer with us, heaven has turned their back on us, and nothing seems to be working, when it seems as if everything is working the wrong way against us, it's when it is as though heaven and the earth are cooperating to frustrate our ambition, to frustrate our vision, to frustrate our achieving our mark as um, God has intended, when it's as though our destiny is at stake, as though the enemies are more than we are, as though the whole world is against us and the enemy is going to consume us. Uh, The best thing to do, the enemy tries to bring fear, to flash fear before our very before. More often than not, um, one thing we should know is that the picture of a lion is not a lion. When you see the picture of a lion, it doesn't mean there is danger lurking ahead. Because pictures don't bite. Pictures don't destroy. Uh, The picture of a lion cannot harm you. The picture of a lion cannot um, scratch you. The picture of a lion cannot be devastating. But the enemy tries to put an image because he is the father of deception. He is the father of lies. The Bible says the enemy goeth to and fro. Uh, like a lion seeking who he may devour. is like a lion. Uh, there's only one lion in the forest and the lion is Jesus Christ because the Bible says that he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. There is only one lion, but there is a likeness of a lion in the devil. Uh, so he tries to duplicate the good works of God. God has given us faith. And uh, the enemy has introduced fear. So what fear will normally make you do is uh, 
the opposite of what you should do. See what David did and we should take cue from that. The Bible says when Goliath came, Goliath was a giant. Goliath was bigger than Saul. Goliath was bigger than David's elder brother that was also tall, the tallest in the house. The, the, the Goliath was bigger than David's second brother. Goliath was bigger than David's third brother. The, th- the three of whom were members of the army, the three of whom were well-trained uh, and skilled in the art of weaponry and battle. And they had gone to fight wars against these same Philistines. And they had won and they had uh, had several victories along with Saul. And they had never been afraid. But David walks in into a chapter where the enemy was showing them pictures that were not just like the enemy shows us pictures that our problems are bigger than our God. You have to ensure that you do not fall for that lie because every time you fall into despair, every time you fall into fear, every time just shortly after a promise that the Lord has given you, just like when Jesus told the disciples, let us go over to the other side. It was a commandment. It was already spoken. It was going to come to pass. But it is only fear that can rewrite what the Lord has spoken concerning our life, concerning our destiny, concerning our victory, concerning our upliftment, concerning our promotion, concerning our our success, concerning our progression, concerning the enlargement of course that the Lord has set before us. The Bible says that he, he prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Lord King of glory, we thank you that we shall not be fearful that we shall not re- we shall not undo what the lord has spoken and jesus said let us go over to the other side as far as the word was concerned they had already ar- arrived at their destination so the word went to sleep jesus slept in the boat because he had spoken it and uh, w- the, the psalmist said once as he spoken twice have i heard that all powers belong to god so if jesus had spoken if the word of God had already commanded it if the word that became flesh had already said it the word that created the heavens and the earth that formed the earth that separated the sea from the from the from the land that created the animals that created even mankind uh, if the Lord has said it then you can take it to the bank and believe it Uh, the enemy will try and bring defeat will try and bring a picture uh, for you to see Do not see and look at that evil picture. See what the Lord has said. Whose report will we believe? Let us believe the report of the Lord. And David did not fall for the size of the enemy. He did not fall for the picture of the big bigness of the problem. He looked at the bigness of God and said, this guy is just a speck of dust on the hand of God, on the palm of God, that he is a creation of God and that he cannot come and defile the, the, the armies of the Lord and that today he shall be defeated so that let us continue to put it in our mind in our heart in our being in our thinking and let us be forward looking let us look at our future let us not look at the problem that is set before us there is an expectation 
expected end. There is an expected end. And the Lord is the one holding the bell. Uh, whether Whether life is beating you blue black. The Lord is not going to ring the bell until you are on top, until you are winning, until you have achieved, until you have gotten to your mark, until you have grown, until you have been established, until that business is yours, until you have had that child, until you have made that money, until you have gotten that job, until your heart desires have been met, uh, the bell is not going to be rung. So see what David did. The Bible says that David hasted. Not only did he haste, he ran towards. You see, when you have faith, you're always forward looking. The Bible says, he that puts his hand on the plow. He that puts his hand on the plow to do the job, to cultivate, to to want to plant the seed, which is the word of God. Uh, He that has joined uh, paths with the Lord. And have formed an alliance with the Lord. He says, he that puts his hand on the plow. You that have faith. You that the Lord has called and chosen. uh, You that are a royal priesthood. uh, That when you come unto the Lord. Even when the problems come. Continue to face forward. uh, Do not look backwards. Remember Lot's wife. What she did was when... uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was burning. Uh, the angels told them, "Say, do not look back. Continue to face forward. Continue to look at your future. Uh, but she looked at the past and she thought about all the goodness and the, the, the things that she enjoyed about Sodom and Gomorrah. She remembered the times that things were good. She remembered the times that... Uh, there was goodness in Sodom and Gomorrah. There was goodness in her past. There was goodness, but the past is behind you. Uh, Leave it. God did not put eyes at the back of our head because he wanted us to look ahead. He wanted us to face forward. So God is saying to us, no matter what your situation and your position may be in life, no matter how big the troubles and the trials may seem, just face forward. Mm. And the Bible says uh, that if Jesus is lifted up above the earth, that he will draw all men unto him. So as Christians, even as the brazen serpent was raised up, that as many as were beaten by the snake, as many as the troubles of life affected, not that the snake stopped biting them, there was just a solution to the problem. And God told God told Moses, he said, build a brazen serpent and raise it up, that as many as the troubles of life bite, as many as the trials of life come against, their work is to look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Brass represents suffering, and the serpent was uh, like seeing Jesus as the worst thing of the world. And uh, just like in the, uh, God's blueprint emerged as far back as Genesis 3 and verse 15, uh, after man fell, there was there is what you call proto-evangelium, which is the gospel, which is the blueprint, which is God redeeming man, and he had a blueprint immediately, man fell. And... Uh, what he simply said in Genesis 3.15 was that I will create enmity between thee and between the woman, talking to the serpent. And he said, I will create enmity between thee and the woman, between 
thy seed and her seed, and uh, it shall bruise thy head. That's the seed of the woman shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise his heel. Uh, you can cause trouble, you can cause trial, you can cause tribulation, uh, you can cause problem you can throw tantrums uh, you can you can you can roar like a lion you are not a lion there's only one lion in the scheme of things and that is the lion of the tribe of judah and that is when jesus came even demons recognized him and he used to shut them up uh, they would say have you come uh, that you may stop us before our time because they recognize that the lion is in town the lion has come uh, so they were not seeing the lamb. They were seeing the lion. They were seeing the victorious one. And uh, uh, they, they could see that God's blueprint had come to play because he said categorically that the seed of the woman will break thy head. Head there represents headship. It represents authority. It represents that power that you had taken forcefully, deceitfully from my people. Whether you are a seed of Abe, of Adam, your, your, your authority has been taken, has been relinquished. You don't have any problem being, uh, you don't have any, uh, any right. You don't have any reason for you to be impoverished for you to be suffering for you to uh be worried for you to be in to be fearful um the lord has created a way of escape through christ jesus and through the finished works um and through the finished works the lord has also given us our authority as a believer uh, that by his stripes we are healed uh, we were even healed before we were sick first peter 2 24 says that uh by his stripes we were healed even before the sickness came as he was on the cross we were already healed so by the stripes of jesus healing came so sickness cannot stay in our body we have also been made rich because we have become joint heirs with christ jesus so as joint heirs we are also going to share of the will of the father the father is going to give us part of his heritage and his heritage is the heavens and the earth he said if i were hungry i will not not tell you the heavens is mine the earth belongs to me the cattle upon a thousand hills are mine uh, the beds of the air are mine the the the, the, the riches are mine uh, the the gold the sapphire the 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 bensonites the 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 crude oil is mine um, everything good that has been created for our pleasure is already god's and he's going to give us as, as, as joint heirs with Christ Jesus. So we do not have any reason to be living in squalor. But the enemy is deceiving us. He's trying, to play, he's trying to paint a picture of gloom. But God has already set a victory before us. And that is why Apostle Paul, when he realized it, he said the glory. He said the, he said the, 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 the present suffering that is set before us is nothing compared to the glory that is set ahead of us. He said this present suffering that is before us, that we are going through, this um, problem, this minor problem, this minor challenge, uh, uh, this wind that is boisterous, this lack of job, this uh, want of child, uh, the, the Lord has not made any barren. There was none barren apart from the, the, 
the daughter of Saul in the Bible. And that is because she despised David when he danced and praised God that his clothes fell off. And she was the only one that was barren in the Bible. Uh, God opened the womb of all that were barren that came to him. So if you desire a child you go to the creator he will give unto you and when jesus met the man at the pool of bethsaida he said uh, do you want to be healed the guy said but there's no man to move me he said what are you talking about man uh, uh, the resurrection and the life has come that that he that can give give you the blessings and the heart desire is already here and he's not gone he's still with us so do not be looking for a man to to, to lift you up, to set you up. Just look unto Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. David moved forward. He charged forward. He ran forward. He took to, the, to faith and he dropped fear behind. The Bible says, fear not, 365 days, uh, 365 times in the Bible, one for each day. So God does not want us to be fearful. And if God says it once and it is spoken twice, then if God says it 365 times, it means it's really key, it's really important that we take note of it because it is something that the enemy is using to deceive us. Do not be fearful because fear will lead to uh, lack of faith. And when you lack faith, you will not be able to see the greater good. You will not be able to see a picture of you doing well. Begin to see yourself arriving at your destination. Begin to see yourself receiving your honor. Begin to see yourself being becoming rich and being enlarged in coast. And that from one level of glory to another, you're celebrated. Your celebration is coming. Your glory is coming. Your lifting is coming. It is you have dwelt too long on this mountain, said the Lord, and your victory is here. Not later. It is already here because the Lord is saying that you have dwelt too long on this mountain. Run forward and cling your victory. Receive your victory. Press in. The door has been opened before you. say door fervent, a, a, a door effectual. Uh, has been opened before you pressing walking he said but there are many adversaries yeah they are there to see because the bible says even in psalm 23 that the lord prepare your table in the midst of your enemy in isaiah 55 uh, the bible tells us that you shall go out with joy and you shall be led forth with peace the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you they shall break forth into singing the trees of the field shall clap their hands as you go out with joy permit me to explain that part of scripture that portion of scripture scripture to you uh, and even to myself today he says you shall go out with joy now joy we know comes from the holy ghost he said we shall go out with joy because joy comes from the holy ghost say joy in the holy ghost and we shall be led forth with peace the prince of peace is jesus christ so if you let jesus lead you and uh, you are filled with the holy ghost you are filled with joy said you shall go forth with joy go out with joy and be led forth with peace the jesus is leading you forth uh it says you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace the mountains and the hills that's the trial the tribulation the problem the trouble that are set before you that look so big uh, if you can't say to them because Jesus said that 
if you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cut into the sea, and you doubt not, and you have faith that you shall have whatsoever you say it, if you have faith in it, and you shall have whatsoever you say it. But if you are not even saying that, Isaiah 55 is already telling us that if you go out with joy, with the Holy Ghost inside of you, bubbling, and you are led forth with Jesus Christ, peace. Uh, it says the mountains and that hill, you don't have to speak to them anymore because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So that those mountains will now become stepping stones to greater heights. In fact, it is even better for you that a mountain was before you because when they crumble and when they are broken to pieces, when they are demolished it shall be a higher part when a mountain is 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 uh, they place a dynamite or they place dynamite in a mountain ask the engineers and they place dynamite and they blow up the mountain like if you go to a quarry, a quarry and you see what they do they place dynamite in holes in the mountain and they, they 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 blast it it becomes granite that's when they get gravel you'll be you'll be able to get the granite it, it is broken down into pieces but guess what that area where they have broken down that mountain is not going to be level with the road where you were before it shall be higher because even when the mountain is broken it shall be heaps so it will make you it is a platform for you to be able to be lifted to go higher he said the uh, uh, the light cannot be put under the brush shell so when light is lit it will be put on a city on a high hill and when you are with the lord when you go out with joy and you're left forth with peace that the mountains the troubles the trial the things that seem big even the goliaths when they come crashing down it is for your victory it is for your lifting it is for establishing you and lifting you line upon line the lord says precept upon precept a little here and a little there and you will be lifted and guess what because your enemies are standing by he says the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you and they shall break forth into singing so the mountains as you climb into greater glory as is broken before you and the, the road has become higher as you are climbing up from a, a valley situation a place of problem there is no other place for you to go when you climb out of the valley it is for you to go onto the mountain and you climb up because it's broken and it has become a platform for your lifting. Mm. The trials and the tribulations are platforms for our lifting. We will not be the same because the greater our trial, the greater our tribulation, when we overcome them, it is a platform for our lifting. God wants to lift you depending on the level of examination you go through. Mm. We know that when you write, when people write tough, the toughest exams, after you overcome it and the few that pass, they are paid higher, they are paid better than those that go for cheaper exams, easier exams, simpler exams and shorter term exams. Maybe you, you attend a three-day course and they give you a certification. And then those that go for four years, seven years, they are given a, a bigger certification because they spend longer time. 
the mountains and the hills that were broken before them are bigger. They are larger. So it says, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. They shall break forth into singing. They shall continue to sing and let people know and call the attention of people. You shall enter into a season of celebration whereby even even objects that don't have mouth will begin to speak and call forth everybody to come and glorify God with you. Your celebration is here. It shall not be hid. It shall be in the open. Everybody shall know it. And guess what? He said, you shall, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. They shall break forth into singing. And the trees of the field... Who are the trees of the field? You know that when you were going and there was a mountain before you, there were enemies standing by to laugh at you. That as you are failing, they are laughing. They wanted, they were there to laugh at you. But those that are there to laugh at you are going to be those that will celebrate you. And that is why God has created and prepared a table before you in the presence and in the midst of your enemies because he wants your enemies that said over my dead body he wants them to live long enough to see his goodness in your life and to to let them know that they are powerless and that he is the god that fights your battle Mm. and the trees of the field shall clap their hands they won't know when they begin to clap and praise God on your behalf. They were there to laugh at you, but they will become those that will celebrate you. Your enemies will celebrate you today. Whatever problems you are facing, your time has come for your enemies to even celebrate you. They don't know why, but their lot is to celebrate you. God will rain confusion in their midst that their languages will be changed they will not cooperate against you instead they shall be the one that will go to the king and say do this and this even unto the Mordecai even unto the one thinking that they are saying it about themselves but the glory you shall receive it because a book of remembrance is being opened as you hear this word concerning you, concerning your situation, concerning your position in such a way that it can no longer be silent. You might have been suffering in silence, but God is going to bring out your celebration and your victory open publicly. Everybody will celebrate you. And even as a pregnant woman, when her stomach begins to protrude, she can no longer hide the glory. Uh, That is how your victory is going to be. Like a barren woman, woman that became pregnant and those that were mocking her can no longer mock. Because that which they thought could never happen has happened. And the whole world is seen. And everybody will celebrate you. Even as you give back to your dream. As you give back to your, your new job. As you give back to your victory. As you are lifted, promoted, you shall be celebrated and motivated in the mighty name of Jesus. And verse 49 says, And David put his hand into his bag and took then stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. This is just David and Goliath is a type of Jesus and the devil. David and Goliath is a type of Jesus and the devil. David was the underdog. He seemed like a youth. And that is why the Bible prophets 
continued to prophesy about Jesus even before he came. And the prophecy was that God has hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and he has given it to the babes. Uh, so much so that David's elder brothers could not could not defeat Goliath. They couldn't even think of looking at Goliath in the face. But David came as a youth, as a babe. God gave him victory so that the whole world will know that indeed it is God that has brought about your victory. It is not by power nor by your might, but by my spirit, said the Lord today. It is not by your ability or your sufficiency or your finances or, or your good looks or that which you know or that which you do not know. It is not based on your merit, but it is based on mercy. It is by his mercies that we're not consumed. So the mercies of God shall speak for all of us today in the mighty name of Jesus. And he took five stones and the stone represents Christ. Mm. The stone, because the Bible says that he is the rock of ages. It is Jesus that is the rock of ages. Anywhere you see rock, when Moses struck the rock, it represented Jesus' crucifixion. So the rock represents Jesus. When Moses said, Lord, show me your glory. He said, no man sees my glory and lives. And then God took Moses. He said, okay, but let me show you something because you are so good to me. And the Bible says there was none as meek as Moses on the face of the earth. And God took Moses. The Bible says he put him in the cleft of the rock. God let Moses witness Jesus. Jesus is coming. Uh, he let him witness the time of grace. Even before the time of grace came about. Even before the time that Jesus walked upon the face of the earth. Uh, God took Moses and put him inside Jesus in the cleft of the rock. And then he covered him with his hand. So that when he passed by, he would not see his face. Because he says, no one sees my face and leaves. So that Moses saw the back of God. And the Bible says, even in seeing the back of God, his face, his face shone for days that even the... Israelites could not look at him when he came down from the mountain. For days his face shone that he had to put a veil over his face. So G God put Moses inside the cleft of the rock, inside Christ. Uh, and he used his hand to cover him. The Bible says, my hand is upon them for good that seek me. So his hand was upon Moses because he sought him. And he put him inside Jesus. Just the way we are inside Jesus and seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. That is what Moses tasted even before the time of grace came about. Um, and that stone represents Christ and he hit where the head. Remember Genesis 3.16. He said, I will put an enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and his seed, and it shall bruise thy head. And this is the head that Moses bruised. I mean, David bruised. He slung this, the stone into the forehead, into the authority of the problem, into the authority, the headship, the, the, the nucleus, the transformer, uh, the source of Goliath, which was his head, and brought him down. The same way Jesus Christ defeated the devil 
on Calvary and brought him down. Then he went into the grave. He defeated the grave. He went into hell. He defeated hell. And he collected the keys of life for you and for me. And he had to do it even when he became fearful. The Bible says Jesus even said because he was in flesh. Like you and I, we can become fearful uh, if, we're, if we're not spiritual enough. That is why we need to uh, subdue the flesh, fasting, praying, so that the flesh can come down. It says because there is always a war going on between the flesh and the spirit. The spirit warred against the flesh. The flesh warred against the spirit. So you subdue the flesh. And uh, Jesus had to subdue the flesh and says, not my will, but thy will, Lord. So even when Jesus was fearful, the Bible says that his sweat was were like drops of blood. So even Jesus, he had... Uh, this picture of fear that the enemy brought to him but he overcame it because he had to come to show us how to overcome fear how to overcome the flesh and how to subdue our our fears and know that our god is bigger than our problem praise the name of the lord and so it was by this uh, it was so spiritual the defeating of goliath is a type and shadow of jesus and the devil um, and the good news in Genesis 3.15 was that he shall bruise, he shall bruise thy head. He shall, he shall bruise thy head and thou shall bruise his heel. He shall bruise thy head. He shall collect authority from you. That which you stole from Adam, the rulership over the earth, the dominion over the earth. He will collect it from you and you will bruise his heel, meaning you will kill him. And Jesus was killed for our sake in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank God for this and we bless you for even as David and Goliath is a type and shadow of Jesus and um, the devil and the cross and the and Calvary. Father, Lord, King of glory, we thank you for faith for it is it is, it is not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord.